Hey, welcome back to the She Is Called podcast. I am Stacy Crown, and I am a tired mom on day one of summer break. <laughs> it is 2.17 real time on June 12th. We are in the thick of potty training, our third, and I also set up a new system for screen time so they can earn it instead of me just like handing them the iPads. They actually have to like do things based on their age. I have eight, five, and three. So we're doing it and we're feeling it. But I really wanted to take time on the podcast to share about this past year. And it's really difficult for me to put like a whole year of what I've learned, how I've evolved, how I've leaned into my faith and just all of the things into one podcast. So this might be a little series of podcasts, like a part one, part two, part three, depending on how I feel the rollout of it. So I just want to kind of set this podcast up to share with you where I was before I made a really big necessary pivot in my life and how I was able to step in to that. And this is honestly why the podcast is called She Is Called because this was a calling on my life. This was a calling by God. I took a lot of time internally and externally, listening, feeling the alignment of my life, feeling unaligned, like all of the things. And it's going to be hard for me to kind of put it all into words because it's so much of my feelings. But I want to give you guys and deliver this in a way that will inspire you to make any necessary pivot or move in your life. And you might be feeling this, or maybe you have felt these ways and the way that I felt last year. And so I want to kind of present it in that way of like a part one, part two, part three. So, and then I want to obviously give you some tangible tips in case you do feel like it's time for you to make a pivot. I want to share like five things that might give you that notification, like that are happening in your life, like for you to be like, okay, it is time. Five things for you to do. So for the past eight years, in 2014, I was nine months pregnant with Ireland and I needed to make income. I had just graduated college the winter before I ended up pregnant unexpectedly. I'll do a whole podcast on that and how me and Stefan came together. That's my husband and all of the things because it is a wild ride and a wild story. I was nine months pregnant. I found the MLM company that I had worked for diligently. I loved it. It was a career, a passion. I loved helping people just in their health and wellness, but I grew a large team. So I was very needed by a lot of people. And the MLM culture is really difficult. And if you're, if you're in it, the one, if you're in a multi-level marketing company, The one thing I want you to know is if the way that your upline is doing business, whether it's on social media, how she leads her team, how she's leading you, whatever it might be, if that is not aligned with you, it's okay to do something different. It's okay. It's okay to take a leap, do something different, lead in a different way, take a shift a different way, work your business a different way. Because the one thing I want you to realize is whatever you're doing in life, if it's aligned and it feels good, 
then that means that it's okay. God's going to bless it. But if it doesn't feel aligned and it constantly feels like defeat and month after month, it's like you're constantly grinding and moving and messaging and adding friends. And so where I was for the past eight years, and this is how unfortunately, the company that I was representing, it was like, add friends, cold message, um, which did not feel aligned, because I was like, holy cow, I'm getting ghosted, or I'm getting a bunch of no's. And so it, it, it was some of them were successful. And I, you know, either brought someone onto my team who made quite a bit of money, or they were fails. It was a bunch of failure, to be honest with you, like it was, it was good success for a long time. And then it just started to feel yucky. You ever do something that you're like, I don't even know why I'm doing this, but like I should probably stop, but it's so comfortable and the money is good. And and it doesn't have to be in your career. It doesn't have to be anything like that. But maybe you're, you struggle with overeating and you're like, I need to make a shift or change. I just don't even know what to do, or maybe the relationship you're in or a relationship you have is very toxic and you don't even know where to start or begin, but you know you need to make a shift and a pivot. So there's some signals in our life when we know that we have to shift and pivot. And some of those things might look like this because this is what I was feeling last year around this time. And Honestly, for like probably six months prior to that, maybe even a year prior to that, I felt so unfulfilled. I constantly and consistently felt so unfulfilled and dissatisfied with my current circumstances. Like it was like I was working so hard, yet the needle wasn't moving. It wasn't budging. People were quitting. Customers were canceling. Like it was just the whole thing. And maybe you're in an MLM where you're like, They really highlight and spotlight people who are growing quickly, growing fast. You just feel so much pressure and you're like, is this even worth it? Like if that is going through your mind, it's okay. I want you to process those feelings and really ask yourself, like, is it worth it? How I'm building, how I'm doing, is that aligned with me or is it aligned with my upline? And, or maybe the way that you sign customers or the way that you are living your life or the way that, you know, your relationship is, this was my experience. So I want you to be able to take what I'm saying and kind of relate it to whatever, if you feel this way, or if maybe you have felt this way, and maybe you're going to feel like this one day and you can take these tips and you can make the necessary shifts and pivots that you needed to in your life. But it's, if you're feeling unfulfilled, I was so unfulfilled. And the sad part is you guys, I was showing up on social media because I had like trained my brain to show up a certain way. And I really wanted to just apologize to anyone who's been following me that long. And like for the years prior, I just want you to know that there was a point in my time in my life where that is what I was told to post. I was told to like make moms want to come home and be with their kids. I was, you know, we're told to post like, I work so hard, like you have to too. Like you have to grind, 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 hustle, 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 like go into burnout mode, like constantly be stressed. I remember there was months where 
gosh, we'd be so fired up the first of the month. It would be crickets from like the 5th to the 25th. And then once everybody's volume rolled through on the 25th and we weren't where we wanted to be, it was like, okay, what am I going to do for my team this month to get the volume? What am I going to, how am I going to incentivize? Like it just was what it was. And it wasn't necessarily that I wasn't working. It was just, it wasn't fulfilling because it wasn't growing anymore. And honestly, it just felt really unaligned. God was saying, I want to use what you have built, this following on Instagram and new friends on Facebook, and I want to turn it for good. I want to turn it so I can bless it because the way that you're going right now, Stace, like you're so unfulfilled. You have no motivation. I remember I built some new friendships with some girls who were on the same level as I was, and we were very, very high rank. And we created this whole Facebook group, this whole Facebook community with all of our teams. We came together. It felt really good for a really long time. But you know what's funny is there's so many of us who either, well, most of us have stopped working the business um, and we've stepped away, resigned or whatever it might be. And there's a few of them like, you're amazing. I love you. If you're listening to this, you know who you are. And I don't want anyone who is still in the business and I'm not going to say the name, but if you followed me for eight years, you knew what it was. And because the, it wasn't the business that was awful. It was the business model. It was how it was being modeled to me for a really long time. It was very unhealthy. I remember sitting down and Stefan and I were in a really bad rut, a really bad place. And I remember sitting down with a couple's counselor and he literally asked me, I felt so attacked, you guys. He literally asked me, if you ran towards your marriage as hard as you run towards the next promotion, do you think you'd be here? And I thought the problem was my husband. (laughs) Marriage counseling made me realize like I am not perfect. I put myself on a pedestal. Like it really took me down a few notches, like many notches. And it really made me realize that I had some things to change because no matter if my business, if I hit that promotion The way I was working my business just wasn't healthy. And I felt like a fraud. I felt like I kept saying, come home with your kids, be home with your kids. I worked so hard to be home with my kids and here I am. Yet, I was literally on my phone 24-7. I mean, my screen time was ridiculous. And that was 24-7. I remember being so uncomfortable on a trip up north in July where I didn't have any service, I could not be present with my kids. I was like full of anxiety because I didn't even know how to like bring myself down from the level of working. Oh, there was many, many red flags, many, many signals that I ignored for a really long time. And if MLM is for you and you're finding success in it, you go girlfriend. If a nine to five is for you and you're finding success in it and you're working up the ladder and you're doing it, then you go girlfriend. If being a stay at home mother is fulfilling and you love every second of it and not even all of the seconds, but like if you love being a stay at home mom, please don't feel pressure to go do something else because you see someone posted on social media. And I really want to apologize for anybody that I ever felt make made feel that way because it just wasn't a great way for me to do that. But okay, so one thing I felt was unfulfilled. The next thing I felt was so 
like no motivation. Like I had no motivation to wake up and do what I needed to do. I didn't want to do my tasks for the day. I didn't want to engage. I didn't, I was not passionate about what I was doing any longer. I was so stressed out and burnt out. I was exhausted. I was burnt out. And it was just a clear signal that something needed to change in my life. And it was just like, it was like God saying like, this is not sustainable. Like I, what you've done the past eight years. And you guys, I am very thankful for the woman I was, maybe not the way I worked or what I ignored in my personal life that needed to be taken care of. And like, I was still a very good mother. Like I'm talking about like this section of me of, of my, you know, building my business and doing what I need to do. I was still very present. I loved being with my kids and, you know, we did pay off all of our debt and we did move into our dome home and we have nice cars and we have all the nice things. Right. But like, I also realized that I had, and you know this, if you read the Bible, like I was idolizing things that were not God. I was, I was making it all about the next promotion, the next bonus, making people feel like they needed to join me. And the thing is, is like, I did run a very amazing team. Like I loved leadership. I loved making women feel seen, heard, helping them grow. I was, that part was like, not a lie. Like I absolutely loved leadership and I loved seeing women rise, but now it's so cool because I get to do that in a complete different way that is fulfilling and that it is aligned to me. And it isn't based on a performance level, which that itself is amazing. But I was unfulfilled. I had no motivation. I was constantly stressed or burnt out. I hated the end of the month. I literally would just like my mood would completely shift. And if you're in sales or anything commission-based, you know the end of the month is so stressful. You're trying to lock up any last deal, any you're messaging like a crazy woman, you're following up like a nut because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm this close. And if they don't come out with bonuses next month or if they don't have this or that, like it doesn't matter if you're in like car sales or real estate or whatever you're in. It's like end of month is so stressful. And I do not miss that part. I also had a very... I felt so disconnected. Like I was not standing by the product any longer. I just lost all interest in showing up on Zooms or leading them for my team, which I love that showing up on big corporate Zooms and being able to speak or even lead, you know, I got the confidence to speak just like this. I got, that is where I gained the confidence of speaking. I've not always been okay with like standing on stages or, you know, with Zoom being my stage and speaking. And so I'm really proud of that part of it is that I'm really proud of what I learned and what I gained from my experience in, in MLM. But I had a very deep desire for something different. I had a very deep desire and yearning for something different. And I didn't even know what that was. But I knew, I told myself January of 2022, if things hadn't changed, if if something hadn't been different by June in six months, I would give myself six months, then I had to go. Because it just was not for me anymore. 
And what I want you to remember, so these are the tips, right? These are the things that you may be feeling that maybe you have felt, maybe you will one day, but this is when you know that you need to shift and you need to pivot. And whether that, like I said, whether that's in your marriage, in your relationship, whether that is in the toxicity of a friendship or maybe the toxicity of your work and you got to start applying somewhere else, right? Because you love working nine to five. Like nothing is wrong with working nine to five. I just want to put that out there. Like for years I said that it was because it just wasn't for me because I honestly just have like an entrepreneur spirit and, and business. I'm so business minded, which is why I love business coaching because I think outside the box. But for years, I thought that like, and like my husband, he loves his nine to five. He loves going into work from eight to four every single day, knowing that he has consistent income, knowing that he's got retirement, knowing that he's putting away money in his HSA. Like he makes a good income and he loves his eight to four job, but that's just not for me, but it is for you. That's okay. The other thing I want to tell you is like, remember that your journey is so unique. It is yours your story and your journey is yours. And what works for one person might not work for you. But really taking time to quiet yourself and you listened, if you listened to the last podcast, I really talked about how I activated my faith. Like those five things that I did, which was like quieting myself, like really sitting with God every single morning, pouring out my 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 feelings every single day. Today I feel, which I brought out my journal from last year, you guys. And oh, I know that I won't be able to like read the words on the page, but I might post some of my journal entries on the She Is Called community, which is right in the show notes. If you're not on that page yet, y'all need to be on that page. I love it. It's where I come out with my offers. It's where I stay in communication with anyone who's interested in working with me in the future. And it's honestly just a really good page to come feel filled up and have a space to know that you have, you know, to reach out or just whatever it is. And it's knowing that you're made for more. It's a space for women who know that they're made for more and have a safe space and know that they can always click on that page and there's going to be something positive. But that's where I might post my journal entries because they're very, I didn't even date them, but I know that they're from June because I knew the words that I wrote down on that page. And so that is really how I self-reflected is getting quiet with God, really asking myself what I needed to do. And then, you know, I was in therapy at this point. So I was talking to Anne, my therapist. She was amazing. And I just, it's like, I really needed help navigating this decision. So If you're feeling the need, like you need to shift or pivot something in your life, it's okay. And just know that your journey is your journey and embrace the fact that you've self-reflected enough to know that something is off. And also know this, wherever you are right now, God is going to use you and turn it for good. And honestly, if I could have told 
if I can, if I could have a conversation with the Stacy a year ago, what I would tell her is step into it. Like, don't even wait six months, just do it. And then trust that God is going to fill the gaps because you guys, I can confidently say that when I took a step back, I self-reflected, I knew I was unhappy and I let God fill the gaps. The day I resigned was June 22nd and I felt so much freedom and I felt so scared at the same time, but I found this unexplainable peace that God knew what was next. And looking at that a year later, who I literally am so grateful that I took that step. I will talk more about this next time. Until then.